This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. Like, I saw Evan Irwin, and he was like, are you guys excited? You guys are gonna be so excited? And you should be excited now to be excited. And I was like, fuck, am I excited? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to your ears by ManorDeprived.com and the MTGCast.com network. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mines they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. Jay just agreed with Medina. My head exploded. Jay Boosh. Is this what it's like to be a brewer? Because that was exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's like. I fucking, I take it all back. Scotty. I would really like you to, like, come clean. You just mulligan to land, land, elf sword every single game. And Medina. So anyways, I had to leave, obviously, because I'm just not going to sit here and watch chicks get naked when there's trades to be done. And now, the A-Team. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 102 of the A-Team podcast. This is KYT, as always, with Jonathan Medina. Mr. Scotty Mack and Jay Boosh. How's it going, fellas? Jay Boosh. What's up? So we're going to talk about standard. I, I want to talk about some Wait, wait. Wait, is Jay here? Jay? What's up? There he is. We're also <laughs> going to discuss a bit about the most popular Star City Games article ever. <laughs> of, of all time. Of all time. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I really want to jump into standard because it's a format that I am not touching for a while until modern, but I, I keep hearing you guys like play these sweet ass decks and, and no, <laughs> <laughs> these sweet ass decks. Well, where, where do you want to start? So have you been playing the deck that uh, you recommended last week still, or you have you moved on to something else, John? Um, for me, I've been playing for FM Hero. I'm kind of stuck with uh, blue, white, red mid range, yeah. uh, but that's kind of a good deck to be stuck with because it seems like one of the better decks. And there's all kinds of like variations coming out of like um, of Moto with it. I guess there was a Japanese list that doesn't run Geist Main that was in JRT's article today, and it basically is running like three um, Sphinxes Revelation. Which, by the way, is like close to $10 on Moto, and they're really hard to find right now, so I'm pretty sure that's going to go up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it runs like three Spaces Revelations, and it runs a, is it Staticaster or whatever that guy is? Have you seen that guy? He's like Flash 03, and then you can ping a creature and all the creatures with the same name. Right, right. Yeah, so it runs like three of those in the board. Hmm. Against what it, matchup? I, I assume that Esper Tokens list is, like, catching on, probably. Okay. So I'm assuming it's for that matchup. 
But um, yeah, it seems the the list that was running was running uh, four Restoration Angels, uh, four. What's that guy called? Not Snapcaster, the other guy. Um, Augur Bullis. Augur. Yeah, it was running four Augur, four four Angel, and then the rest instants and sorceries. So it was pretty pretty crazy. Like uh, the one that I'm running runs still like uh, four snaps, four angels, um, four geist, and then two under Mahel kite. That card's a big game right now. Oh man, I really like that card. People, uh, some people were talking smack about it that they don't really like it, but um, it's it's a pretty <laughs> good card, man. It's pretty good. My favorite thing to do is to restoration angel it and then tap their team, like their team of restoration angels, and hit them. <laughs> It was sweet. It's like a cryptic command. You just bounce him and uh, tap their team. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, so uh, so the one I was looking at, it's running like uh, three Dissipates, an Essence Scatter, two Is It Charm, four Rewind. That's the, the big, like, tech here. Yeah. So it runs wow. four. Yeah, it runs four Rewind so that you can play Restoration Angel and counter something, yeah. or you can play, like, Sphinx's Revelation and counter something. So, like, that's the whole thing of the deck. And the, the way it kills people, I guess, is, like, through burning them with Syrian Spear, hitting them with Restoration Angel, and the one Devil's Play. And then you also have, like, four pillars. Huh. And it's replaced the um, the Moreland Haunts with Desolate Lighthouses, which, in my deck, I've already uh, did one and one. So I have a Desolate Lighthouse and a Moreland Haunt. Because uh, I, I like I like having access to Lighthouse. So that's kind of like the blue-red... Uh, white mid-range. Um, that's what I've been running for FNM Hero. But the deck that I've really been, like, just playing the crap out of right now, and this is just solely to tilt people and have fun, it's the, um, <laughs> it's the uh, Rooftop Storm Zombie Combo deck. Some people are calling it Zombo or Whoa. Zombie Storm. Zomniscience. Have you ever heard of this? So basically the way it works is you get Rooftop Storm in play, and then you play... Um, Grim Grim, which is your sack your sack outlet, and then you play uh, the Zombie Lord that uh, it has Death Touch. It's a two two. It's called a Diagraph Captain. And so the the ability of the Lord says whenever a zombie goes to their graveyard or dies, uh, ping your opponent. Right. So with Grave Crawler and Grim Grim, you just sacrifice the Grave Crawler and then play it again from the graveyard, and you just do it over and over again, pinging your opponent until they're dead. So, okay, so, I, so you still need mana, right? Oh, no, no. No, because no, okay, Rooftop so, Storm says zombies is free to cast. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so you just keep it's uh, infinite combo then. Right. Yeah, and so what, what I've done is, like, I mean, I've killed people without the Rooftop Storm, where, like, I had two lords, <laughs> and, then, and then the same setup, and then, like, I had, like, six black mana. So I'm just like, yeah, sack it, you know, sack it, sack it, sack it, sack it, and then, like, until my mana's over, and that's, like, 12 damage, you know? Right. So, so, but but with the with the uh, with the rooftop storm, it really catches people off by surprise. <laughs> like uh, the picture I posted a picture on Twitter. I was playing some like bant ramp guy, you know, and he had like a real deck with like dudes and stuff. In it. <laughs> so he's like, you know, borderland ranger, get his man, and I'm just like, whatever, just like playing my lands, you know. And so he plays a thrag test, and I'm like, yep, okay, that's fine. He hits me with the drag test, and then he plays, he taps out for a Sigarda the next turn. And so he's got, like, like Borderland Ranger, Thrag Test, and Sigarda on the board. And then I have nothing on the board, right? Except for, like, five lands. So then I untap, I play my sixth land, and I play Rooftop Storm, 
And then I just dropped my hand on the board, which is the combo already that I just like, kept in my hand because I didn't want him to like O-ring it or anything. So so I just dropped the combo on the board and kill him. At, I'm at seven life, and I just kill him from there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like it happens so many times. They, like, tap out for a thread test, and then I just untap and say rooftop storm and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so sick because they don't re- like they don't expect it. A lot of times they think like I'm a Grixis zombie deck that's like struggling. You know they're like, oh man, he doesn't have any pressure. Like, and then all of a sudden they they like try to like take over the game, and then I just play it and kill him. So I'm using uh, I'm using Faithless Looting and Dot and uh, Veilborn Ghoul as yep. like the draw engine. And the other thing is Veilborn Ghoul is actually a zombie. So, like, if you don't have the combo, you can just, like, Rooftop Storm and then just play, like, four Veilborn Ghouls or three Veilborn Ghouls. And those are, like, four ones. So, like, if you put a Lord in play, they're just dead in one swing. <laughs> so, so there's been times where I just, like, went, like, mono Veilborn Ghoul with the... The Rooftop Storm is kind of like a huge, like, uh, like a ritual, you know? You just play... <laughs> you just, like, you play, like, a ritual, just play all your zombies, you know? And then they, sometimes they just can't beat it, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that's why I'm, I'm playing it kind of, it's like a Grixis control list with, with, uh, with Rooftop Storm. It's basically, the only zombies I run are Grave Crawlers, uh, the Lords, uh, Grim Grim, and Veil Bungle. I don't run any other zombies. So you're saying this is just to troll people, or, or, or do you feel it's fairly competitive? Uh, I mean, what, what do you mean by competitive? Like, you're not, not going to take me like a star city. But, like, I think you could totally take an FNM down with it. Like, it doesn't, like, it just, like, no decks really interact with it at all. The only decks that interact with it are decks with syncopate. But other than that, they're, like, playing dudes. And you're just killing their dudes because, like, a Grixis control deck, you know, you have, like, Rolling Templar, you have, like, Dead Dreadbores or, like, Ultimate Price, whatever you want to run. Um, you can run severs. Like, you just run this removal, and so you basically slow the game down, and then when they finally, like, tap out for their threat, you just, uh, this whole time you're, like, playing, like, Faithless Looting, and, like, um, I have the other draw card, uh, the Double Black, and you shock yourself. Um, what card is that? Sign and Blood? Yeah, I have Sign and Blood, too. So the whole time you're, like, just crafting your hand with Sign and Blood, and, like, they're thinking that you're a zombie deck, because they're, they're, like, trying to, like, Killer, your grave crawlers, or whatever, um, and then you just combo them. It's sweet. Yeah, that's that's a. I'm looking at the last weekend Star City Games top eight, and I see the word mid range everywhere. <laughs> they put it yeah. after every single deck. Yeah, so that's the thing is the whole <laughs> format is mid range. So like you're gonna get to a place where you can just cast a six mana enchantment, and then you just kill them. And the other thing is is like after board, of course they're gonna bring in like graveyard hate and stuff. But, like, you just bring in, like, discard spells, and, and like, I bring in the Dross Messengers. So, like, I just kind of go into, like, the aggro route, like, where I don't try to combo them. I just bring in Messengers and, like, discard spells and stuff. And then, like, an Appetite for Brains is really good for, like, these mid-range decks. So you just Appetite for Brains them and just kill them with zombies. Mm. Jay, how do you feel about this deck? It sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew Jay was not going to prove. The A team says this is the best time to take the meta game calls for taking them out of your crap binder. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you should. I think we should get these rooftop storms going on. <laughs> this is the like, best time. How many decks on the top eight of Star City have syncopate? I think maybe none. 
or no, just a blue mm-hmm. white. So, so green white humans, like, what is this deck going to do against me? Oh, I did notice though. I did notice this Wolfier Silverheart. He's the real deal. Like, uh, but as long as I just roll in Timbler, their dudes away, I'm pretty good. Uh, but other than that, Oblivion Ring. Like by the time he Oblivion Rings, he's just dead. You know, <laughs> this guy can't do shit against me. And let's see, uh, the blue white red mid range is probably tough because they have like infinite counter spells. This paint that's going to be tough to fight through. Uh, Band control. They have three dissipate, which is not that big of a deal. Syncopate is the big deal for me because t- typically, like these band decks, will tap out for threats, and they won't leave up dissipate mana, and then they get blown out. How do you beat Rest in Peace? I just hit them with zombies. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, nice dirty enchantment. I'm just gonna draw some messenger again. So, John, the two. I see the two blue-white-red min-range. They both play two copies of Thundermall Hellkite, okay, so they're playing something fairly close to what you've been playing, right? Or Yep. Yep, they are. Uh, I think the latest like thing is that we've gone up to four Azorius Charms, which started... The original list had two, and then the next list had, like, three, and now I think they're just running the full set, because that card is really good. Yeah, four Azorius Charms. Yeah. And... Some number of syncopates because before the oldest had four dissipate and no syncopate. Uh, but because the mirror match is more uh prevalent, you want to have the, the syncopate for their guys. Ah, uh. so basically, you want to max out on like syncopate and essence scatter before you start hitting dissipate. Because, like, if they just geist you on turn three, you're gonna be able to have to be able to counter that on turn two. So, so that's why syncopate is better, supposedly. But I find that in the mid-range matchups and stuff, a lot of times Syncopate just turns into a dead card because they're, like, Farseek and, like, you know, <laughs> stupid, like, friggin' Kirun, Farseek, and, like, you're looking at this, dissip- this Syncopate and they're just, like, casting their, you know... Well, the the syncopate syncopate subgame is something else entirely, right? I mean, like, you get to the point where you try to, you know, you cast a Restoration Angel. I mean, this you see this in Bant Mirrors all day, right? Like, and it's the same sort of thing, I guess, in the blue, white, red mid range. As I'm looking at the lists, but you know, you, you you try to resolve a thread, and they're like, "Sweet, syncopate you for like six, and you got like three mana open, and you're like, great. How many mana did you do you have left? You know, and you're like, syncopate you for one. Yeah, counter. idiots do that. Come on. Well, okay, but even still, like two or three. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's very the syncopate game itself is a lot more uh, difficult to try to regulate than just mana leak games were, you know? Yeah, when the, when the mana's tighter, the syncopate game is definitely, because they basically have, a, like, a they basically have a mana leak for your counter spell, because, like, if you're, like, syncopate you, and then they're just, like, syncopate you for one, then, yeah, they get you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what, what I've seen happen is, like, what I've been doing, actually, is bringing in Dispel. So I have, two, I have two Dispels on my board, especially for these ones that run, like, this, uh, Sphinx's Revelation. So Dispel and Snapcaster Mage is just dirty, you know what I mean? So, like, basically, if you counter, if you cast something and you leave one mana open, they're going to, like, be more tempted to counter, thinking, oh, there's no way he's going to be able to get me, and then you just Dispel their counter spell. So, so Dispel is the, is, is the sweet, like, I guess, tech for the, for the mirrors. And I think, I think Todd Anderson is, has Dispel in, like, one of his videos or something, too. But I think it's pretty good. I think this spell's pretty good in the blue, white, red mirror. 
like I said last week, it's a really good deck. If you, you know, the turn three Geist is just super hard to beat for a bunch of decks. So it's kind of like a stupid, like, oh, turn three Geist, swing, 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 you did. Yeah. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dirty. So, so there's that deck. Um, I've been playing a lot online with this stupid zombie deck. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of um, mono red, like, and I don't know if it's just because it's online and that's like a cheap deck to build or something. But I've been playing against a lot of mono red. I was actually going to bring that up because I was looking at this list and it doesn't seem that expensive to build. The one that finished tenth place at SUG, uh, you got your Storm, Crook Noble, and Hellrider and Ash, Zila, and that's it. Yeah, I wanted to bring up a point about this mono red list actually. Um, so, in the beginning of the meta game, uh, Jace started to take over, right? So we had these like blue white control decks with like four Jace, two Tamio, and other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're starting to see a lot of the meta is like adapting to that, and one of the ways they're adapting is this Hellrider, because yeah. Jace basically can't obviously turn off Hellrider, and Tamio can't tap it down, you know, until after the damage is done. So it it undoes Jace's thing, and you can just dome Jace with it. You know? Yeah. The other card that's in this list that is, like, the absolute sick hotness, and i got to give props to my brother for this one because he's been all over this since the card came out. Pyreheart Wolf is, like, the mirror breaker, right? Like, this takes the mid-range deck, bends it over its knee, and, you know, inserts yep. two fists wow. inside of the anus, right? This card's retarded. Yeah, nice drag test, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just get in with all my little guys yeah. here. Don't, yeah. don't mind me. Just, block, just go ahead and block these. Oh, wait, you don't have two creatures. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait, and I'll, I'll just leave this guy up in case you want to attack into him. That's fine. Yeah. He'll just come back. So, uh, so that's sick. Uh, the other card that people are using to to undo Jace's work is actually Soren. Like, Soren emblems do a really good job of undoing Jace's work. Yeah, he's sort of cropping up more and more into the... Uh, I mean, he was junk tokens for a while, but now a lot of the Esper control lists that I'm seeing come up, like Michael Hetrick li- Hetrick's list, and uh, yep. also, uh, obviously, Shaheen's been running him, but like he's starting to come back uh, more and more in those lists because for that exact reason he beats Jace fairly well and he pr- provides like an endless stream of life gaining tokens. Yep, yep. The the emblem is big game and uh, and so like I expect to see. I think this card is might go up because we haven't even got the dual land for it and it's already doing a lot of work right now. Yeah. So like I could just imagine when we get the dual land, like this guy is going to be he's going to be big game. Call so, me fast to fast right now, man. Yeah, tell fast to fast, man. Tell those guys, uh, tell those guys to do it up. So, so yeah, I, I really like standard right now. I think it's, uh, I think it's really cool. Um, there's a lot of mid range decks. I've seen people playing Jund, and I don't, I don't know. I don't really like the Jund deck in standard. Um, I beat that deck pretty regularly with my Zombie Storm deck. So any deck that I can just beat regularly with that is seems not that great. Like I'm grinding them out with what with grave crawlers, I guess. Like come on, I shouldn't be grinding the Jun deck out. So yeah, that that deck is is out there, but I don't think it's very good. And I guess there's a reanimator deck, right? Yeah, uh, the rumor is is like 
The most unfair thing you can actually be doing in Standard right now is some sort of reanimator strategy, typically in the junk colors because of the capacity to run cards like Gerard's uh, Orders and all that sort of like the graveyard filling crap. <laughs> and then really just proud. basically winning, yeah, that's that one too. And basically winning with like um, Angel Serenity, Strike Tusks, like Infinite, and then Crater Hoof Behemoth, as John's been touting for the last Ooh. month, uh, is sort of like as Jerry put in his article today, the card that everyone's playing and nobody's talking about. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, because like reanimating that guy after you know Lingering Souls, Lingering Souls, flashback, Lingering Souls, Crater Hoof Behemoth, fuck you, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think Crater Hoof is is going to be like a natural evolution. It hasn't. It, I thought it was going to happen a lot faster, but it hasn't. It hasn't really caught on yet. And um, I started to see like more Deathrite shamans, and like whenever you have like mana dorks and like lingering souls and stuff, like the natural thing to do is to move to Crater Hoof. Yeah. You know? The card that I'm finding, uh, just the, rather the ability that I'm really really finding value in right now is trample. Like it's just really, really good in the metagame right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Rancor decks are are quite annoying. I lost I actually I played in game day. Did you guys play in game day? Nope. What about what about Jay? He's game day champion. And to work. Oh what a blow. Oh yeah. Oh don't bring it up. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna make him saltier. <laughs> so so yeah, I got to play in game day. I was defending my game day championship and I got destroyed. <laughs> and one of the decks I got destroyed by was green white humans, but like not this list from Star City. It was basically running like Rancor and that stupid uh Be- wild beastmaster. And um the one where you can't block if your creature doesn't have power equal to it. Um, Champion of Lambeth. Yeah. Yeah, so it was running those things. This green, right, human deck is not running those, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so good, good, yeah. So I got beat by the Champion of Lambhole Wild Beastmaster deck, and uh, that was quite embarrassing. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a beatdown, man. Rancor is really good. Yep. You got, like, how did you finish? I went two and two. Well, check this out. I went two and two. Yeah. <laughs> what else did I lose to? I lost to that stupid Esper token deck. Um, but uh, but yeah, I went two and two, and there was only ten people at my game day, so I top eight it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And like the last game, I had to play for top eight. Uh, the last round, I had to play for top eight because. Uh, if I lost that round, because I was 1-2 going into the last round. So I'm like, oh man, if I lose this round, I actually just wasted my whole day. So, <laughs> so, so I played against um, I played against some guy, he's like older than I am. And uh, he was playing some kind of like blue-red deck. It was like a blue-red Delver deck. Um, but like I just had guys to think trap on turn 3 each game. And he just couldn't, he's a blue-red deck, so he couldn't do anything about it. I'm like, nice museum mortars, bro. Good luck in the six man a man. <laughs> oh man, it was pretty dirty. Were there more people than before than than you're used to at this game day? Like you said, there were only ten people this time. Yeah, but there were only I, ten I people. Think about like time. David David Mantle, he posted his, a Facebook picture of him with like 
He's like, after three rounds, <laughs> I'm the game day champ. Yeah. How many were there? Six? Like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> then his wife is like, I'm an Congrats. It's like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> game day is typically a pretty soft tournament. Uh, the thing that was really annoying is, like, as I was, like, talking to people at Friday Night Magic the night before, they were all like, oh, game day tomorrow? Maybe I'll come up. You know, like, the good players and stuff. I'm like, shit, like, don't come up, don't come up. And, like, a few, a handful of them showed up. Like, you know, so it was, like, a full of, like, the good players. And, like, I'm just like, crap, man. Like, I was hoping to, like, steal a game day championship again. So what, what ended up happening was the kid I lost to in round one, the Esper Tokens list, the only reason he came was because the game day championship map was a blue-red. The blue-red isn't mage or whatever. <laughs> and, like, he only came because he's like, oh, I built the blue-red EDH deck, and I just want that map for my EDH. So he just came to win the map. And he just, like, 3-0'd and then told the guy at the end, he's like, hey, dude, I'll let you have the win if you give me the map. <laughs> the guy's like, okay. <laughs> wow. I'm like, what a blowout. What was, uh, was the top eight card again? Oh, it was the stupid Cryptborn horror. <laughs> it's funny because, like, uh, I try to sell it for FM Hero, and I sold the Dryad Militant before I'm, before I'll ever get rid of that Cryptborn horror. So people are more interested in like the the Dryad Militant participation card than the uh, <laughs> than the top eight card. Awesome! It's awesome. been doing some theory crafting in standard i've been yeah yeah i have i, I want to know i want to know no i just so i i really really liked uh i mean i've been talking about wanting to play like a bant geist of saint trap list for some time mm-hmm. you know like we you know we we've been talking about that on the show and stuff for a while and so one of your writers alex bianchi i guess put up a, a list that i I really thought it was a pretty sweet place to start. And it's on manadeprived.com, so you can go and check that out. But uh, I really liked a lot of the things that he was doing and some of his sideboard strategies and all that stuff, and it was pretty sweet. And so I thought, okay, well, this is definitely where I'm going to start. So I, I placed an order with Fast, and I ordered a bunch of shit, and it's on its way, and, you know, that makes me pretty happy. So I might actually have a standard deck pretty soon, so that's pretty sweet. Um what I ended up doing was I actually went down and I went to go see Nina, uh, Cardboard Witch on Twitter, and she was already, you know, she's been a strong Bant advocate for some time. She was more of a Bant control build and some sort of hybrid monstrosity or whatever. So I went over there and I was just hanging out with her because I hadn't seen her for a while, so uh, shout out to Nina. And uh, so we just started talking about, you know, standard and matchups and all that sort of crap. And, you know, I showed her the list and, you know, we were talking about modern and the season and all that sort of shit too. So it was just, it was sweet to go and hang out. <laughs> And how much she hates it. <laughs> yeah, that too. She's like, if you can get me a deck, I'll totally play any tournament you want to take me to. I'm like, all right, noted. Um, but but anyway, so that's uh, so that's what we're working on. And and we were talking about you know her list and what was good and what was not. And you know she's obviously very high on the list that that she was running. And so we ended up you know just kind of talking about some of the changes that we might make and what uh what other cards you know we like and don't like and one of the things that i really don't like about the bat decks right now is that it's really tough to play them as as mid-range because they sort of sit in this uncomfortable spot between you know control and and aggro and it's i mean welcome to mid-range i get it but like the point is is that 
how many times playing a Bant deck have you, you know, went to Miracle Determinus because your opponent has, you know, a guy or two that you just want to deal with, and you've, like, got nine power of flyers, like, <laughs> but you have to do it because that's where you're at. Like, doesn't that just suck balls? Like, aren't there just better options than playing, like, main deck sweepers, for example? When, when do you have nine power of flyers and you have to turn as their two dudes? Yeah, I was going to say, that has literally never oh, no. fucking happened. <laughs> ever. Not one fucking time. <laughs> so, so maybe he's not it's... even trolling. He asked the question. He said, "How many times has this situation happened?" The answer is none. Okay, so so let me rephrase. Okay, tonight's tonight's show has been brought to you by Rickard's Cardigan. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So, anyways, realistically, most of the situations you're in, you've got like a Restoration Angel and a Thrag Tusk maybe on the board. Your opponent resolves like Angel Serenity, and you just need to fucking do something about it, right? So, like. You know, maybe they're bringing back some guys in the graveyard. Like, who knows what the situation is? But the whole situation's changing right now. <laughs> yeah, now they're what they're doing is fucking board wiping you, and you maybe have to board wipe you. So, so here's the thing: maybe they board wipe you. How many times has that ever happened? Where you had to, <laughs> you had to respond with a board wipe of your own, and that's shitty. Yep. Oh man. Numerous. See, all I had to do was say something stupid, and then Jay actually opens up. That's fantastic. <laughs> Jay wakes up, he's like, what? I, know, I, I, should, I should have done this more often. Um, no, realistically, it, it's just from the perspective realistically. of... Realistically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay, what are, you, what are you playing in standard right now? Nothing. I'm broke. Nothing. Nothing. I'm definitely not playing something where I have nine power of flyers and I terminus myself. I'm not playing that deck, whatever deck that is. No, that's fine. So so what do you like in standard right now? I still like blue, white, red control. I still think it's the best deck. Like the miracle version? Yeah. Yeah, I still think it's the best deck, Pillars. I mean I haven't lost a game with it. Or am I in a, a match with it? I don't even know if I've even lost a game with it. Yeah, but you go to FN with a bunch of droolies. <laughs> that bunch of droolies. That man. always asks for another game. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Can you play one for fun? Pillar of Flame is sort of, like, it's falling out of favor. I think a lot of people are still playing it, but I think a lot of the decks are adapting to, you know, it still is sort of, like, required tool to try to beat zombies. You don't play X2s. Well, then I'm, then that's great. (laughs) Then I don't have to play Pillar of Flame, because Pillar of Flame's there for the first four turns so that I don't get my shit pushed in while I play fucking (laughs) Applands. Well, I'm just saying that if if most of the field is adapting... Fucking GBD... You better learn how to play magic. This is retarded. I, I, I think ridiculous. I think the thing is, uh, is that zombies is becoming less prevalent. So yes. pillar is is less of a like must have card. Yes, because otherwise people are playing X threes and guys to Saint Trap. Neither yeah, of which. Fine. But like, I still want to kill your fucking uh, uh, your your band mid range mana dork guys, and I still want to, and like, and like, if you don't play, if zombies is falling out of favor, like if we're talking about live. Star City Games, nobody's playing Zombies or X2 decks, yeah. then obviously you're not playing cards to deal with X2s. Just like if no one's playing Reanimator and Zombies, you're not playing Rest in Peace. It's like, yeah, let's be, the, we, our cast is better than this. Let's let's talk about shit we know what we're talking about. <laughs> Fuck the, around. The, uh, the, the top eight of Star City had no Zombies in it. Actually, uh, I take that back. The top 16 yeah. of the last Star City had no Zombies. And is that because Zombies just got its shit pushed in? Yeah. Well, it's just like... So yeah, it is think, because of that? 
I think so we that, should stop playing cards that beat zombies because I think we don't have to overheat zombies. Like in the beginning of the season, like humans was a deck because you could run eight hate bears against zombies. Yeah. You ready for this? You ready for this? In in Indianapolis, which was the Star City event before the last one, the first zombie deck that shows up is in fortieth place, That's piloted funny. by Ben Weinberg. <laughs> in Weinberg. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so Zombies is getting less and less play. Right now, there's two guys who play it at my shop. Um, and so, like, I don't even really, like, I don't know. I keep the pillars in because, you know, people are playing stupid, like, green-white human decks, which is pillars fine against. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, if it was if it was only those two guys playing zombies, I probably would cut down on the hate. Just because, like, as FM hero, I can lose a match and be fine. So, like, and sure, there's going to be that one night where I have to play both of them, and then <laughs> I just freaking go two and two, or I just get lucky and geist them to death. So, so yeah. Just looking at these blue, white, red mid range lists, and they all do play four copies of Pillar of Flame. That's so yeah. surprising to me. Yeah, there's Pillar's still a thing right now. I mean, a lot of those blue-white red decks are also just playing Searing Spear, which is perfectly fine as well. Yeah, Searing Spear, usually you just want to hit them in the dome with it. It's really, like, the only time I just, like, want to kill their creature is, like, if they have a Thrag Tusk, and i got to get an extra swing with Geist, then I'll just swing with Geist, I'll unblock with a Thrag Tusk, and then I'll Searing Spear it. But other than that, I really just want to dome them with it. So it's past November first. Yes. Bonfire of the Damned is still twenty nine ninety nine. Who made that? It was okay. it was Smitty and uh, Sean Piconi. Oh my God! Who fucking cares? Was the bet that one of them has to kill themselves? <laughs> <laughs> no. Holy shit! <laughs> one of them has to kill Bet Clinton. What's the bet? Like, what is even the bet? Is it even real? Like, do we even care about it? Yeah, it... I, I, yeah. I, well, I mean, it's nothing major. They just one owes the other the card. <laughs> who, who was on which side? I don't remember. I got it right here. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Smitty he was. was Smitty was that it would be more. I think. No, I think Smitty said it was down. Uh, oh, it's November 31st. Oh, there's still a whole bunch of time left. By the uh, yeah. So Jesse said in, I don't know, like, 87, 90 days ago. 90 days ago. Yeah, just 87 to be precise. I'll bet you a bonfire that by the end of November, bonfire is less than 30 bucks. Piconi was like, I'll take that for sure. Game is creature-centric. Bonfire will still be huge. They don't want control decks to exist. And Smitty's like, deal. We can even use SCG prices. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. That is so awesome. Um, If it's $29.99, didn't he already win the bet? Uh, no, it's because it, it has to happen by the end of the month. So I thought it was October it has 30th. By the end of I the thought it was October 31st. It's November 30th. So there's Sorry, still are some you time. saying that it has to happen on that date? Or by that date, the price has to be less than 30 bucks. Okay, so that, it's 29.99 right now. Yeah, yeah, but it's not November. I mean, it's not but November. By 30th. that date. No, by by November. 30th. On that date. So on, yeah, so on that date, not by that date. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Seriously. Just, just making sure that what I said. So that we don't confuse our listeners. Was <laughs> right. Fuck. I, I'm kind of worried about this. Uh, there's Cavern of Souls are starting to pop up, man. And I, I'm kind of worried about that. I don't like that. It's a good card. 
Oh, that's how that freaking humans guy beat me, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cavern, man. That's right, because he's like, cavern souls humans. And I had essence scatter and freaking syncopate in my hand, and I was like, okay. And so is, uh, is Restoration Angel Thrag Tusk still really prevalent? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it still. Yeah, so, Thrag Tusk is everywhere, man. Ugh. Yeah, it's like, like before, before rotation or whatever, that was the most annoying deck that I had to play against ever, or watch, right? Is like when they go, like, land guy, like, dork, or even just land go, and then they go, like, land go, and then they go, like, cavern naming beast and then you're just like yeah and then they're like cavern naming angel and you're like yeah this is fun <laughs> i Great. think i know what's gonna happen here <laughs> yeah like you know what i mean like it just seems like it's just but like no one's talking about that anymore and i feel like angel of serenity and armada worm being in the format with far seek well it, it's, it's the same game but the difference is is after they Thrag Tusk and, and Restoration Angel you like infinite times, and you've killed and dealt with their, their creatures. After that, they just play an Angel Serenity, and then they put them all back under the Angel. And then when you kill that, they get to do it all over again. That's, that's what I mean. Like, why isn't anyone talking about that deck? I haven't heard anyone talk about that. That's basically the band deck. Oh, okay. But I, isn't a lot of that basically the uh, the junk deck, though? Like... Except for the Armada Worm. Like, Armada Worm saw a lot of play initially in the junk lists because it just ramped a little bit better. Um, but also, the fact that you can reanimate all that shit is just retarded. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it, it is the junk deck, but I've seen plenty of bad decks that do the exact same thing. It's just like, uh, it's just basically green X deck, green white X that uses Angel Serenity and Thrag Test like over yeah. and over again. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, all the Jun decks are, like, running Olivia. That's, like, it's, like, Olivia Thrag Test decks, you know? Yeah. I remember on Twitter when, like, Jesse or other people were complaining about Thrag Tusks. Yeah, people you know, there's, like there's a Thrag Test Twitter uh, account, too. <laughs> you guys, it's funny, because you guys are both kind of, like, is Thrag Test a thing right now? It's, like, yeah. everyone in Standard hates Thrag Test right now. <laughs> It's the card. It's like the Delver of no, it's, right now. That's the thing is like, so what happens is everybody whines and bitches and moans about how green doesn't get any support and blues the best and uh, <laughs> print another Jace, print another Jace, and shut the fuck up. Everybody's an idiot. And then, and then, uh, and then they print a card like Thrag Tusk that is so just retarded that uh, everyone just whines because they don't want what they want is they want a card that costs three mana is a five, three, and like, <laughs> Also, Doomblade's the guy. That's what they want. They don't want gaining life infinite times with infinite balance angels for infinite. Because <laughs> green players don't even like that shit. <laughs> I love that. Because green players don't even like that shit. Hey, what is our new intro? I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, you haven't listened to it? No, tell me, tell me. It surprised me right now. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Scotty was not happy with his. He was uh, bitching about it. Yeah. And I'm then not, I'm not happy with mine, but you know I'll just. Mine was something about like Medina finally taught Jay something, and my head exploded or something. I don't know what line. It was. No, that wasn't your line. What? I don't remember. Oh, I like man. John. 
I like Johns and Jays. I remember. We picked Johns as soon as he said it. As soon as the words were uttered out of his mouth, we're like, snap, that's your next oh, that's your yeah, next that was, I don't know, man. That one was kind of, uh, you know. All mine, all mine, I'm like a big idiot in every single one of my... Like, it's, it's like real life. <laughs> don't blink. I love that one. Don't blink. Oh, I'm not going to sit around... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sit around watching chicks get naked when there's trading to be done. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, so yeah, what is Jay's? Jay's was, um... oh, Jay's was like, is this what brewing is like? Oh, That's what yeah. I yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that one was good. And uh, Scott's was talking about how you mold to. I mold the fort. I kept molding the fort. To elf sword and uh, forest or whatever. And I don't remember what Jace was. I don't know what his was. We just talked about that. It was about brewing, I thought. Yeah, we don't oh, yeah, 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 no, no. I don't remember what KYT's was. Yeah. I mentioned you guys in that. It's like some, some line where I mentioned both of you, I think. So, like, your line is really mine and Jay's line. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what you're all, that's what you're all upset about, right? I wanted to be like John Jonathan Medina didn't teach me shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Speaking of our our intros, like last episode, people were not happy with what TSG had to say or not say, so to speak, <laughs> or not say. I don't know what it like. like why I got this big internet dick? Like as if bullshit. Like they've ever done anything in their life. You can't. You can't bring a guy on to a show <laughs> that is accused of stealing thousands of dollars of shit and get and then, him to say, yep, and then just, I and did then it. Just, yeah, not not even that. Like, yeah, he could have he could have said still getting sued, or like if there was a settlement, or if he if if he's already admitted it to. Well, like that's fine. I don't I don't know about any of that. But what you can't do is if he decides not to do that, you can't just badger the fuck out of him like like you're the Steve Wilkos show. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that doesn't that just doesn't happen and like everyone that's like they should have done the, like we fucking pressed him for like 30 minutes <laughs> to fucking admit that he's like to at least stop talking <laughs> like, for and he wouldn't what else do you want us to do you know what i want podcast with ten thousand downloads a month your podcast sucks balls <laughs> Shut the fuck up. you can't please everyone and everyone is just fucking retarded about it. Whiners. Like, I, I, I ever listened to the episode, like, I'm just expecting him to dodge. And one of my favorite parts when Scott goes, like, and, like, the PayPal stuff, it's pretty damn damning, right? And then TSG just goes in, like, this <laughs> giant loop. Yeah, like... <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh, man. Yeah, the, um, there's this guy named Chairlord. He uh, he started. He was the one telling me on Twitter today. You guys should have uh, taken the interview by the balls. He said, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should have tried harder in that interview to get TSG to say basically what everybody else already thinks anyway." To be like, "Yeah, I stole. Yep, I did. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. FYI. Yeah, I yeah. Did, I like." Oh, I agree, dude. man. These people, That's you guys, you can't, you can't, especially if you get a guest on and then you beat the crap out of them. And you you're think like, people want to be on the show after that? Yeah, you think we're going to be able to get guests after that? And we are professional enough to know 
when that line is drawn, and then we stop. We're not going to sit there for your entertainment and just like, I mean, unless the guy's a dirtbag, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I agree with Jay. When you have a podcast that's 10,000 downloads a month, then you can give me some pointers on how to interview people. Until then, <laughs> STFU. Wow. I'm really surprised how after 100 episodes, we basically are completely incapable of being nice anymore. Like I'm still nice. <laughs> but you don't say anything, dude. You're an ins- you're the setup guy. You like yeah. instigate all the shit. You're like, okay guys, I know you're gonna say something shitty about someone. Here, what do you think about this? Yeah. Boom! Shitstorm. I don't know, I just I feel like it's interesting because like I, we would never like fifty, sixty episodes in have been this critical of everyone else in the community, like that are trying to, you know, make critical it find success. No, no, specifically, let me finish. Okay. Specifically, you know, other podcasts, like we just were coming well, there aren't off. Any. What are the other we, podcasts? We're coming off really prima donna and that's fine. Like I'm okay with it, you know, but it's very much just like, we're the best. Fuck you guys. No one else matters. And I'm just surprised that we've reached this point. After 100 episodes. That's all I'm saying. He's surprised. Is it good or bad? Just say it. I'm not sure yet. You're not sure. Well, here's the thing. I don't here's know the thing. yet. I, don't, I want to see other podcasts succeed. And hey, if another podcast Me can too. be as good, if another podcast can be as good as the A-Team, great, because I want to listen to it. Yeah. Okay? But but don't sit here and tell the A team how to run shit. Like don't be the B team telling me how to run the A team ship. Okay? Exactly. We've been here for a hundred episodes. Like, at, at best, you're the B team. You're like the fucking C D E F G team. Maybe the Q team, the Z yeah. team. That didn't you know, rhyme. Come on, man. Hey. That was like I had some rap cadence going on. You I know was, what? Listen, listen. I was if about jo- to if, bust the rap. And you just if Joey Pasco fucked it up. So if Joey Pasco or um or Cranny had some advice for us about podcasting, they've reached the century mark. They've been there for like all of like Joey has done a hundred on his own with UMTG Chaps, and now he's also been a part of the hundredth episode for In Contention. Cranny's been around for almost, I think, all episodes of In Contention, if they had something to say, I would listen. If Tom, if Tom from from Monday Night Magic fame had something to say to us about podcasting, I would 100% give of him like, the utmost respect and reverence and listen to it. He wants to be on our show, by the way. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, which I think would be hilarious, because I actually think that you and he would get along really well, Jay, but that's just my two cents. Anyways, um, these are the people that have been around, like Jack LaCroix. If he had positive, honest feedback for me, or like even negative, <laughs> I like honest how you, feedback. I like how you qualify Jack's feedback. Jack LaCroix, if he had uh, positive, <laughs> well, honest, this... <laughs> honest, under 250 character feedback that he wanted to give us. More importantly, might if, if Jack had something like heartfelt and honest that he wanted to say instead of just trolling the shit out of me, then I would 100% give it like a full ear, right? These are the people that have been around that have like had the experience and, and yeah. demonstrated. FYI, if you weren't on that list, pay attention. Yeah. These are the people that, you know, who's who carry a very significant amount of esteem within, you know, the elite podcasting community. And the only reason I say elite is based on tenure and down. That's how it works. That's so these are, if you these are fourth place at the Olympics, if you came in fourth place at the Olympics, you are not elite. Even if you think you're elite, you're not. So that's, that's not even opinion. That's a fucking fact. 
That's science. <laughs> oh man, I think the, I think the listeners have also got very bossy and very. And oh man, yeah. It's just like yeah. When we first started out, everyone was like, "Yeah, I'm supporting you." Yeah. Now they're just like tearing us down, man. Why don't? Why haven't you given us a bonfire? Why didn't you make TSG? Why didn't you do five, this? Why, why didn't you? Why don't you fucking yeah? What about all this? Where's about episode one hundred? Where's you know, episode one hundred? You, you did like a hundred episodes without us and made them really successful and they were great. But like, here's all my suggestions now, and I'm going to tell you also like that you suck. I meant to say like my introduction, my <laughs> intro clip should be "Welcome to the worst podcast that used to be the best podcast." Point to like all of our important listeners who are great at being you know, really subjective and supportive <laughs> and not critical and not a fucking idiot. Uh, we're, we, we're shit. <laughs> By the way, now we're shit. Pre- preemptive shout out to all of our listeners. We love you and Ooh. we really want you to keep listening. Don't stop listening. Yeah. Keep like, downloading. About, like, they're not going to stop listening, Scott. <laughs> like Sean Pony and Willie G. My Prez, I think, right? Is who I'm talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, our fans are gonna love this segment. You don't get jokes anymore, right? Like that's yeah. You don't really get jokes anymore. All right, no, you know what? And I can get behind that. People are taking life too seriously. I can get behind that, Jay. People don't take jokes anymore. People are just taking everything so goddamn seriously. Lighten the fuck up. You fucking, you're a bully. You're you fucking banned for eighteen months. You fucking, you said a funny (laughs) joke about something. Oh no, no, we're blocking you on Twitter again. (laughs) You're not invited, <laughs> not invited to the to the They're magic cup because you fucking you said a funny joke about Mark Rosewater. Noel de Cordova doesn't appreciate you saying this article's bad. You have to be an enthusiasm enthusiast and just say everything is great all the time, no matter Wait, what. Somebody couldn't go to the magic cup because they said something about Mark Rosewater. <laughs> oh my god! Did that really happen? Why are you on the show? Why are you here? <laughs> what is know, your dude. I really don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm not uh, going to fight with Jay right now. Not, he's, not tonight. He's banishing tonight. our listeners. He might banish me. You might have right. to be Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome oh, to man. the J team. <laughs> <laughs> the J team. <laughs> uh, I agree, though. I agree. I think the listeners, uh, you got a little pushy. But, you know, hey, obviously, we want you to still listen. But obviously, you're going to listen even if we don't want you to. So, I mean, I think we're covered here. Wow. wow. Where else, what other podcast are you going to come to and listen to us? Just be honest and talk about things in an honest, open fashion. No so, is this, is this our new thing? Are we just going to, you know, commit to honesty this season? Is that what we're no. going to do? No. Uh, unless you're talking that. shit about me. Four. Everybody just got all uppity about it. And then, fucking, maybe we're bullies. <laughs> Wait, unless you have something honest to say about someone else. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna be honest, you could you could be honest as long as what you say when you're honest is nice. Oh, and like enthusiastic about enthusiasm. Like if you like, it's a good glass of water, and somebody's like, "There's like, here's a glass of water. It's from this dirty Africa creek." You have to be like, "Thank you so much for this hydration." <laughs> Do you know how much hydrating this hydration gives me? It's like H and the two and the O. I love two. It's like a tiny two. I just love it. <laughs> Gets me jacked. 
Yeah, that's why you gotta be like... I promise to disregard the Ebola potential. That's how this I'm hydration doing. is gonna be the most red hydration in the history <laughs> of hydration. Okay, so so let's let's <laughs> wow. talk about being excited for excited sake, then. Should, oh, should we go there? Big news, guys. Hugest news! Big news. You guys ready? Star City Games is finally fixing their website. I mean, redesigning their website. (laughs) Aren't you guys pumped? Whoa, hey, you're not excited about this big... Oh, man, I was excited to get excited about being excited later. Like like, Like, three weeks ago, I was like... Shit, are you, like I saw Evan Irwin and he was like, are you guys excited? You guys are going to be so excited and you should be excited now to be excited. And I was like, fuck, am I excited? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. You're the it's best like kid. doing this. It's like doing this. So you go to your friend's house, right? And you're like, hey, guys, check this out, man. I got some really good news for you guys. Are you guys ready for this? And they're like, yeah, dude, what's the good news? Check it out, man. You guys, your mind is going to be blown. This news is, you guys, you're going to love me for this news. Are you ready? <laughs> they're like, yeah. And you're like, come outside. I got a new Range Rover, bro. Check it out. It's not and even like, I got a new Range Rover. It's like, I got that oil changed in my Range Rover, bro. <laughs> and they're like, what does that have to do with us? No, and you're like, oh, man, I got the oil changed, man. I haven't done that in forever in like five dude, years. And isn't then it you're awesome? Like, you're supposed to be like. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. It's fucking... Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was a big blowout, man. That was a blowout. Because yeah. I thought they were going to announce something crazy. Or even relevant. Even something just relevant. The way that if KYT built this much hype for every time he freaking changed the design of his website... I mean, you must have done it like 50 times already. Yeah. <laughs> and I never hyped it. <laughs> no, you'd always just go and you're like, oh, man, this one yeah. is shitty. I hope he changes it next month. <laughs> just kidding. I thought we were in, on- I thought we were in honest mode. <laughs> I can't be honest. <laughs> oh, man. But all that being said, um, I am so glad that Star City Games is taking that big red block Oh, God. Their website. If if nothing else, like, that's the biggest awesome change. Yeah, and, like, who cares about this character who's in the red? What's her name? Like, friggin', I don't know, stupid red mage, whatever. Like, that thing is, like, from Time Spiral, man. Get that out of here. Get it out of (laughs) here. Yeah, so I'm glad. I'm glad that they're changing their website. I think for everyone on the Star City Games team who writes for the website on the website. It's big news. It's a good thing, right? But for, yeah, like this is an internal memo. Yeah, this is an internal. And even then, even then, like you don't give a shit about it, but you have to say you do so you don't get fired or blacklisted. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not good form if everybody's going like saying like, "Oh man, this is not as exciting." That you like join in like with the pitchfork, like yeah, Star City, and you like work for them. That's not good. Who did Drink that? The Kool Aid. I'm just saying, you don't, you don't. Oh, yeah, you don't do that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I was writing for Star City, I would probably be like, yeah, guys, new redesign, it's awesome. (laughs) But guess what? I don't. And, like, somebody, who said it? Is it Fenaris? 
I can't remember what that guy's real name is, but he said it best. Because Cranny, and I love Cranny, but suburban, super, super boring suburban Cranny was talking about how, like, <laughs> it's okay wow. to be excited and this excites him because it's a change and it's exciting and, like, you know, he he likes shit like this and it, he doesn't think that it's bad or whatever. And then Fnaris replied with exactly what I was trying to say but just couldn't articulate it because I was at work and I hate everybody. And he said, <laughs> he said, he said, the problem is not excitement. It is that it is the same amount of excitement whether or not you are curing cancer or oh, or man. if you or if you are pouring a glass of water. <laughs> what? That's what the problem is. The problem is that it doesn't matter if like it's a site redesign that should really just have been an internal email or if it's a fucking or if it's a fucking, they're, like, they're reducing all of their prices across the board by, like, 80%. You know what I mean? No, that would like they, they, They're just, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> or they're, they're, they're doubling the Star City Games Opens. Or they're coming to Canada. Or the, anything. Or Evan Irwin got fired. Anything, anything relevant and exciting. I heard this one. This one was really exciting. They're doing away with premium. That would have yeah. been sick. That yeah. Been sick. Exactly. Whoa, that's a pretty big announcement. That yeah, see, been... I would have been like, oh, that's the kind of announcement I was expecting. I'd be like, oh, even... man, Star City Games is insane. I'm dead with those <laughs> like, guys. Even, <laughs> fucking, even something like fucking uh, Soul Forge. Like, even if they were like, we're partnering with Tom Martell and PV to release Polka Forge. Soul. <laughs> Mon. Like... And you're like, ah, oh, ah, oh, new nerd game that I could get behind, and I could say I'm behind it, and then everyone will like me because I like said I was behind this game and support like the community. And like, ah, oh, we're we're announcing the Star City Games cosplay open. Oh, oh, Craig, Craig, No, this is like we paid a guy to write some HTML code to actually just steal it from a website five years old. We just, that's what we did. We, we, we like took a look at like some amateur, like blackborder.com, like some amateur shit, like some mana deprived. And we were like, man, that'd be really great if we like, it'd be great if we like, like duplicated all the links we have. You know, that'd be great. Yeah, oh, put more ads on there. Made it difficult to read. Like if we made it like a battling seizure robot. That's what I want. I want it to be like, could we do that? Could you guys do like make some sounds? Maybe put some sounds in there. And then, like, Evan Irwin comes on, like, for three weeks every day. Are you guys excited? Are you guys really excited? <laughs> no. No, Evan, we're not, okay? Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Like, uh... that with his kids. That's what I hope. His kids deserve that level of enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, there's no doubt in my mind he probably does. He's probably like, hey, buddy, you ready for school? Yeah, waking up for school! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheerios? Nah, fuck Cheerios. Toast! Yeah, toast! <laughs> oh, we're out of milk. That's okay, Mom. Forgot about milk. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. Mommy, no big deal. We got toast. Toast! <laughs> oh man! <sighs> so, so yeah, you guys aren't excited for the new website, huh? That's I cool. am. <laughs> I think it's great. I think change is good. I think that they didn't need to hype it up as much as they did. 
This is what they should have done. It's disappointing. Here's what they should have done. This would have they should have just changed it. They should like, overnight. It. Yeah. yeah. Articles on midnight, and then okay. it's like boom. You're like, oh my gosh, dude! Did you guys see Stars of the Game change their design? The Twitter would blow up. What yep. would have happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we would we would have all been we would have all spread by word of mouth and said how awesome it was that it was a final change and blah blah blah. And there'd still be some people that were like, oh, they should have changed this five years ago. It looks like shit. But like, it wouldn't matter because there'd be so <laughs> many. But like now, it's just like, ah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. The, if they would have just did it overnight, oh man, the the press would have been a hundred percent different. People would have just been. They, it would have been the. It would have been the level of excitement that they wanted it to be. But now with this, like, get excited, get excited, get excited, ready? Oh, yeah, website change. Oh, I'm soft. That's <laughs> right. Oh, oh, I'm coming. Oh, oh, I'm, coming. Oh, I'm done. Oh, um, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I found myself so outraged Whoa. that I couldn't even laugh. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, a new website is great, right? Okay, they're not doing away with premium. I have premium. And I would have been like pumped if they did away with it, you know. So, so yeah. So I, I, I had to. I overreacted at first with, with uh, just smart aleck remarks, and then now I'm kind of like, okay, I see. This is a big thing for them. Yeah. And thumbs up, you know. But don't, don't tell me you got news for me, and then change your website, you. Don't tell me you got news for me, and then it's not news. Hey, did you guys hear about this? Is like kind of like a segue. Um, did you guys hear about the guy who got killed in Florida over magic cards? Yeah, he had like a he had was a pretty it, big collection though. Was it over magic cards, or was it just that they robbed him and then killed him? I think they robbed him. Like they played magic with him. Yeah, realized he had a sick collection and then killed him and took it. Nice. Whoa! I think that's what it was, and it's it's like it's funny, and not the story is not funny, but um. My buddy Jake, he goes, uh, he goes. You better not let Meredith read this, right? Seriously, <laughs> my wife. You know, I don't want her to like, uh, you know, find out about stuff like this going on and worry. My wife worries, you know. Man, I, I feel, I feel, I feel neglected. I told my wife about that, and she was like, "Fucking nerds." You know what? I I told my wife, and her reaction was, "You see, you see, this is why I don't let strangers stay in my fucking house." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. So yeah. I just got an email from her. I guess her sister, she lives in Florida, so her sister found it on the news, oh. sent it over to her, and now she's sending it to me. I'm just like, damn it! Like, what we can't bitch. escape the news, man. So, so yeah, that's pretty, pretty brutal, man. Magic has been getting a has been getting the news lately, right? Didn't uh, didn't that other guy who was uh, who used to write for Star City like kill his mom or something? What? Uh, what? Yeah, didn't you hear what? about this? No. Well, I'm Alex, scared now. Alex Kim or Alexan? Did you hear about that? I heard it from you on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, and then Star City took his articles down. Alex, what? Alex, like... Alex Kim. It's Alex. I think it's Alexander. Uh, it's, but it's Alex Kim. If you look up Alex Kim MTG. Oh, now his archive is like blank image and blank name. Yeah, so uh, yeah, and I don't want to, you know. Wait, did anybody sure. did anybody outrage over that? Like they did it when they took away Sand. No, they took away who's Sandusky, that guy that raped all those kids at Penn State. 
You know? That rapist? I know who you're talking about. I don't know what's going on here. You don't know about Jerry Sandusky, the rapist? I've heard the, I've heard the, the name child. of that. Yeah, he's a, he's a child molester. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that, but okay. is he so like a... On the off chance that John's not trolling me, he was coached <laughs> at Penn State who's very good, I guess, at being a coach at Penn State. And then he... It turns out that for like 30 years suppressing this child rapage that he was doing uh, and not reporting it to the states. So then he died of cancer. And so what they did is they took away all of his wins and um, like basically like crippled the Penn State football program, right? And everybody was like outraged and they're like, you can't take away this rapist's wins because like you know, like, you could say he's, like, a bad rapist dude and stuff, but, like, the team earned those. And, like, Norbert was even defending him and shit. So I just wow. wondered if anyone I did thought, this for this, this mother no, murder. No, I don't think so, but I thought you meant Jerry Sandusky was a writer at Star City. No. Who <laughs> was also a child rapist? I was like, wait, this football coach was a writer at Star City? What? <laughs> that's what that's I had heard this other the other stuff before, but I, that's what I was confused about. <laughs> I was like, how does this have to do with magic? Wait, where does the magic come in here? Um Yeah, okay. So we, we got I think I think we we made it like a, a turn into like a dark place and uh, we should probably just like Curve right out of there, you know. Okay. Good. Go somewhere else, you know. So, something that is kind of cool from the Star City news, uh, the newsreel, right? Is what did you guys think of this new like show that they have above the curve? Yeah, so basically it's GVB or it's 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 GBTV, but they've added Glenn Jones. So I don't know if they're if Glenn Jones is still going to be doing. The other show he was doing with Cedric and... Game State, right? Game State, yeah. So they were already doing like a video podcast where they basically ran down the weekend's events and what's new and what's changing and all that crap. And I'm wondering if they're going to continue to do that or whether this Above the Curve is basically just taking those two projects and shuffled them together. Are you saying that Glenn Jones stole the Game State format? How can right Glenn over? Jones steal it if he was a part of Game State? You know, there's people who are part of my company, but like they can still steal something and like leave with it, right? <laughs> yeah, or like like half of it, you mean? Uh, well, he didn't steal half of it. <laughs> what I'm saying is like if Brandon Gumwolf, right? If he's like Yo, I'm part of legit MTG. I'm just gonna take all these foil diagraph ghouls with me. No, it doesn't work like that. I I'm not saying anything about what Glenn Jones is actually doing or not doing. All I'm saying is that he was doing a pre, he was doing Game State. I don't know if he still is. He's now doing Above the Curve, and it's basically the same show, except that it has Jerry and Brad. And it has good graphics. It was does Game that. I I never watched Game State, but was Game State Cedric's baby or was it actually? No idea. Glenn Jones. Okay. Well, it's Star City's baby now, right? <laughs> that's what. I'm that's sure what Cedric's say. gonna still do his. Like Cedric's been doing a lot of things. So. Yeah. So I don't know what the yeah, answer is. So what did you guys think of it? That's the question. I didn't watch uh, it. I don't know who any so of these people are. I I Scott. I didn't watch Game State. Did they also copy the PTI type format, or is this like added on 
uh, to above the curve? No, the PTI format is basically added on to above the curve. Okay. I don't like that format, by the way. And now we're going to break down the top deck from Star City Games, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, so this deck had Thrive Tests and Restoration Angels, and it's just going like the, the clock is going down. It was just like, yeah, it was a green, black, white deck with Thrive Tests and Restoration Angels. Ding. Okay, next topic. And it's like, yeah, I knew that. Like, what, what happened to the breakdown? Well, I thought you were going to tell me, like, why these cards are important. Or, you know, like, I thought I was going to get, like, pro-level advice about this stuff, not like, hey, there's a green, black, white deck. It's called Junk. Ding. Next topic. Ding. 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 Yeah, so I, I didn't really care for the format. Um, I I watched uh half of it. I didn't think that <laughs> as much as that. <laughs> I, yeah, as much as I love Jerry, I just didn't think that they were because I, I kept comparing it to uh, PTI uh, mm-hmm. that I watch a lot, and I just don't think they're the right people for that type of show. Um. And it was weird to have Glenn Jones in the middle, too. It's because, uh, um, John, I don't know, because you don't watch sports, so I don't know if you've seen how PTI does it. No, I haven't. But, but it's just, like, two guys, and they usually uh, make it so it's a topic that both sides are really, like, um, passionate about. And, like, usually they disagree, and that's what makes it such an entertaining show. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't see how, how that can, like, how they they fail to, like, translate that part of the show to this. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, and they did that, like, they tried to do that with the Brad versus Jerry about, like, the Jund matchup versus the Reanimator matchup. Mm-hmm. And Brad was like, yeah, the Jund matchup's fine. And Jerry's like, no, it's not. And then they're like, yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> really, it is, because I have this card. And Jerry's like, yeah, well, I have this card. Okay, ding. Well, who do you think won? Ding. It's like, yeah. There's, there's no, like, there was no, like, nobody won. Not even me watching it. I didn't <laughs> <get any laughs> That's why. <laughs> Scott, how did you feel? Did you get a chance to watch it? I couldn't actually get through the whole thing. <laughs> well, Man, yeah, I watched honest, the whole thing. At least I and positive. Thing. Honest and positive. Come on, guy. Uh, uh- I, I thought the I thought the layout and the graphics were really sweet, um, but like I said, I watched enough of it to realize that it was basically GBTV with Glenn Jones. And less like actual information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PTI format basically puts you in a situation where it's a summary show, and there you don't actually get real information. Like if they were to tackle half the topics in the same amount of time and actually tackle the topics instead of just glazing over them, then you'd probably get more as a viewer, you would get more out of the show. Yeah. I, I don't get, I, I mean, I don't need a summary dude. Like I spend like 70% of my life reading magic articles. And watching <laughs> Pretty sure something. I read all the articles on this site. Your <laughs> yeah, summaries I, are already covered. Thanks yeah, for coming yeah. out. Don't give me a summary, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing the one thing that's really nice about Game State comparatively is Game State is like it's a longer show. So I mean like you're getting twenty minutes or whatever out of above the curve and Game State was giving you like an hour to two hours. So it had a lot of time to kind of get in more involved and in depth with some of the topics. Well plus you have Cedric Phillips, which is, you know always entertaining. Yeah, he's super entertaining. He's really cool too, man. I like that guy. I, I had a lot of I had a lot of respect for him when he showed us his deck before the pro tour. 
Yeah. That took some balls, man. Motherfucker yeah. balls, man. Took some balls, Cedric. Way to go, bro. Well, you ask him, he'll tell you he's got him, right? I don't know. I've never asked him. Did you ask I imagine him? he has, like, the biggest balls. <laughs> <laughs> he sings that ACDC song. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of that show. I'm not trying to trash uh, Star City here, but no, uh, no, no. I think it's a neat idea, and I think that they've got a lot of potential. But they just need to, you know. I also, I also think, like, I love Jerry Thompson, and I'm kind of getting used to Brad Nelson. So, like the playtest videos that they do, I actually get a lot of those. I like those. Um, but I think that you need fresh faces, man. Like. Well, they've now started Brad versus Todd. Yeah, no, no, no. This is all just and, like the and same Todd piece. Anderson is now a premium author on Star City Games. <laughs> Shout out to Todd Anderson. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, I, I think it's like they need fresh faces, man. They need new people doing this stuff. And and Ruben Bressler was a good hire, and I think you just need to get more people in there. Uh, you know, you can't just have like Jerry, Todd, Brad, and BB, uh, BBD in there all the time. You know, I'd love it if it was Mike and and Chapin though. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, is their personalities are much are much more like kind of like not like all these other guys are kind of like straight guys, you know? Yeah, and, and I don't mean like straight guys, like you know, as in sexual proclivity. Like, yeah, I'm talking about like. These guys don't have, like, the personality that jumps off the page at you. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, like, Chapin and Mike Flores, those guys are, like, the wild men, you know? They should mix those guys in with these straight guys. You know what I mean? Scott, you wouldn't, wouldn't you agree, like, those would be, like, the perfect for the PTI format? Oh, fuck, me. for sure. Yeah, no. The only problem with it is that it might actually go just forever. Like, they may yeah, just Flores ignore the PTI. They, both of them would just they go ignore the timer. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, ding, and he'd be like, no, he would just disconnect that insane. He's like, just, hey, you don't ding Flores. Just instantly, he would just fucking just disconnect that shit. <laughs> Oh, and buy the OMG for $37. Yeah. Ding your fucking ass. Let me tell you about my kids and my book and my my TV show I like and my fucking... Oh, ding, ding, ding. Ding. I actually love love when we have them because we get a lot of comments from people that hate them. <laughs> we get like this insane amount of hate comments. I don't get I don't get what the Flores hate is all about. I also don't get the, what the Todd Anderson hate is all about. Everyone's always like, every time I say something about Todd Anderson, they're like, yeah, Todd Anderson. And I'm just like, what is the problem with Todd Anderson, man? Todd Anderson's a bro. Yeah, Todd Anderson. They're like, yeah. Ding. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So what's the problem, man? What's the problem with Todd Anderson? Ding. (laughs) He he dinged you, man. We have to switch. Oh, we have to switch topics. We have to switch topics. Fucking dinged you. All right. All right, then. So, so yeah. Any other format you guys are playing? Limited? Um, you playing some limited KYT? Did Did any of you would catch any of the coverage? Uh, I actually saw Cedric's game, and he's now wearing like a dog hat or something called Rufus. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, is this on coverage or on his stream? Because he's wearing Rufus on his stream. Okay, it's the first time I saw it, and he was wearing him while playing at the GP. <laughs> awesome. He has not been well. He apparently got sick just before the PT. <laughs> and so he's dealing with that, I'm sure. 
Are we talking about the dog? No, I'm talking about Rufus, yeah. (laughs) And they're like, and when he was in the booth, he put Rufus, like, on the table, and and they gave him a headset to, like, really play along with it. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Alex did, I was cheering for Alex, and he got two feature matches in day one, but I think he went 0-X on day two in draft, so uh, sad to see him uh, not make it far. uh, After a really good day one, he went X1. Jay, I wanted to talk to you about, um, have you played or played against Pac-Rat? Because I know a lot, there's a lot of people that just complain about that. Oh my god, Pac-Rat. Okay, so funny story about (laughs) Pac-Rat. We're playing playing Anti-League at Phoenix Comics. Uh, which is at phoenixmtg on twitter.com. And we're playing Anti-League, and this guy, Lori, who's like, he's an older gentleman, he's been playing Limited for a lot of years. You know, he's retired, he just kind of enjoys life. He's a really nice guy, like salt of the earth. And uh, he only really plays Limited, um, because, you know, it's just like too expensive, too much going on to like get into other formats and, and blah, 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 which is like really, just like a relevant point. But uh, so he, they're drafting on the other table so I can see what they're doing, right? And like, just like what we've talked about before, me and John with drafters, where you're like, you know, they open something and it's like, ah, it's crazy. And they have to like show everyone, right? Like they have to be like, look how big my fucking dick is. I fucking opened fucking, like it's random. But they have to be like, look at this. And then, like, you know, they're, they're O2. Who cares, right? So anyway, so Lori opens a pack, and he's, like, sitting, like, 10 feet away from me. I can't see the card that he's showing me. But he opens a pack, and he shows it to me, and he shows the rare, like, he's all excited about the rare. And it's a black rare, and that's all I know. And I'm like, oh, man, that card is fucking trash, fucking garbage. <laughs> so he... So he Right? Like, he picks something else over it, and then he passes oh. the pack, and it's a pack rat! It was a pack rat. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that was my fault. Uh, I should have asked you guys if you were excited to know what the rare was. And then I should tell you in three episodes what that was. But yeah, so he passed pack rat, and then, and then just everyone was just like giving him the business all Sunday, and I felt really bad for him. Because he was just getting, like, he he was the Black Knight. Everyone just, he just, no one could shut up about it. So his team ended up winning anyway. It was a team draft, and his team ended up winning anyway. But I have not played against Packrat, and I have not played with Packrat. But as I understand it, the Swamp Packrat deck is pretty good. I heard that, like, I heard these stupid things. Like, first of all, I heard that Owen Turtenwald uh sighted into a pack rat, uh volatile rig and like thirty eight other like lands. Yep. And one his And went and went like two oh or three oh or something? Yeah. Yeah, so so I thought that was like, oh that's like a joke, right? But there was a serious nope. question there was a serious question on Facebook where it was like would you trade your whole sealed pool for a pack rat? And uh, people were like, uh, probably not. And then, uh, and then they're like, how about two? And like, all these pros were like, yup. Like Brian Kibler was like, definitely, that's not even a question. Yeah, that's yeah. not even an answer. No, like- for two pack rats, it's of course, because you're probably only going to have to mold to like five. 
Yeah. And then at that point in time, you're like, all right, sweet. Got yeah, it. So, Four lands. You're fucked. <laughs> like, so that's how absurd this card is in Limited, that you could just yeah. snap I mean, pick like, two I, over any yeah. pool. Like, I don't think everyone should be whining about it and, like, getting their, their balls all twisted uh, about, like, oh, ban it in Limited. Shut the fuck up. I yeah. just hate the magic community. You guys are terrible people. But, um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, like... But, like, my God, it is powerful. Like, it, I mean, no, everyone who's a whiner, it shouldn't be a mythic. No, it shouldn't. Uh, it's not a mythical card. It doesn't feel mythical. It doesn't, it's not, no one's ever written a fucking seven series novel book series about pack rats, okay? No one's, they, they're not making Hobbit movies with pack rats in it. It's not a mythical, powerful card. It doesn't feel like that. But it's definitely broken. You definitely never pass it, Lori. <laughs> Those are times where I actually just like regret not being a limited player because I would love to be the guy at the table who just like luckily opens two pack rats like pack after pack in the draft. Yeah, and then just be like, uh, I don't know, is this a good seal pool? And just like show my two pack rats, every you know? Time. Just every time, just, be just like, or just have them in your sideboard. Like I'm not really playing. <laughs> You're not, yeah. really, you're not really playing black. I thought they would be okay, but like I really wanted to try. I really wanted to try. Is it? Yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> I, I splash for this live night instead. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Like splashing like blue red in this green white deck, like for this Mister, like Mister Commister. What do you guys think of that? Like yeah, you know, yeah, it's pretty sweet, right? I mean, Pekka is just yeah. Like it just it's just a one one for like yeah. two. Like I don't like, I don't like one ones. I don't like my, my dude. <laughs> It's just like, like electricity. You just electricity that, and then you know, like yeah, I'll get electricity out of the game, right? Yeah, I want to get electricity out of the game, and then everyone just makes fun of you, like, "Oh, that's the guy who lost electricity." I don't want to be made fun of. I'm bullied, okay? Okay. Right. Like electricity, okay? You think I'm a piece of shit? Like I'm not a piece of shit, okay? Oh, so man. yes, like that's. I feel like being that guy. I really. I just want to cheat. I don't even care. I just want to take like two pack rat, like a foil pack rat and a regular pack rat. I just want to take, just take them with me and like not even cheat, but just like draft them in your sideboard. Draft but yeah, and then just put them in my sideboard, or just like, or just like sit down and be like, well, I know what I'm playing, and put down two pack rats, and then grab a pile of swamps, and then like just leave, just <laughs> just get up, go downstairs, and look at cards in the case, oh. and then like build my deck in the bathroom or something. So like you know whatever, but like yeah, like I just it's it's crazy, it's bonkers. Oh man, speaking of just taking things and leaving. <laughs> so apparently, apparently some guy, and this tripped me out. I didn't even know this was going on. So I was at FNM last week. You know, I'm obviously like fighting for my life as the FNM hero, so I don't have to trade stuff out of my deck. So I'm not paying attention to anything going on around me, right? right. What was happening is there's a police officer in the store, which if I would have known that, I would have been out of there in like five seconds, man. But he was in there. <laughs> Just joking. Second documents and shit. <laughs> Just joking, guys. No. <laughs> so, so no, he was in there for like 25 minutes. I guess there's this dude who stole cards like a couple days before. And then when he came back to the store, he was drafting. And the cop just came over, picked him up, and like took him in the back to talk about like footage and stuff. And yeah, he got arrested right there for stealing cards a couple days before. And I missed the whole thing. Shit. And, and the guy who was announcing FNM was like, hey, guys, uh, sorry about all the drama tonight. Um, you know, we'll get through it. And, blah, blah. and I'm thinking to myself, like, what drama? What's he talking about? <laughs> and I was, like, telling my friends, like, what's he talking about, dude? They're like, dude, 
Didn't you see? Josh got arrested, man. I'm like, what? What? Like, who in this day and age can even steal cards? Like, what? What rinky dink? That was the question, right? Because, like, when Josh got arrested, he was walking out of the store and he's like, yeah, guys, stole some cards, got busted. And he's just walking out with the cops, right? That's what I heard. He did what what everyone wanted TSG to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did, he copped. He copped to it. He copped. He copped. Okay. Yeah. So so what happened was I'm like I'm finding all this secondhand because I'm like Mister like reporter now like detective because I'm like man I missed this whole thing I gotta find out what happened so I start asking around Hey man did you guys hear what happened to Josh They're like Yeah dude he got arrested and I'm like Yeah but what did he do and they're like He stole some cards I'm like Yeah but what did he steal How did he do it They're like I don't know Ask Jamie So I'm like going over to ask Jamie Jamie's like I don't want to talk about it So anyways. If Jamie's listening to this, sorry, bro, but somebody spilled your beans, okay? I'm not going to say who, but uh, somebody told me what happened was a couple of days before, he was hanging out at the counter, and I guess there was two cards on the counter, like a um, uh, like a foil forest from Zendikar and a freaking exploration. And I guess he just picked them up and walked out with them. Wait, so, sorry, an exploration, which is yeah. like... 25 bucks, right? Okay. Yeah. And then, like, a foil forest. Yeah, which is like 7 or $8. So there's like $33 in cards. He stole them and got arrested. And, like, a foil forest is $8 if it's, like, the best forest on the planet. <laughs> I just don't understand why you would steal, like, $30 in cards. Like, what, what are you doing with your life, man? You're just like, uh, I just gotta steal these. And this guy was like, he actually split pre-release with me, so he had, like, boxes in the new set. Like, he had tons of cards to trade people. He could have just traded for those cards out of his binder. I know he could have. And he just, I don't know, man. Some people, they just, like... Maybe he cut. needed to feel the rush. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe he's like Bodhi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So that was crazy. It's crazy things that happened to Eminem, man. So far for me, like, someone has been arrested in my store. Um, somebody has uh, gotten a fight. Somebody has proclaimed the name of Jesus and gave away all their cards. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that guy. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy, man. Wow. All we need is like someone to pass out. That would be sweet. Like if they're okay, you know, just like so we can have. It'd be sweet fans. if they did, yeah. It'd be sweet if they didn't hit their head and die. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be sweet, and it would be sweet if it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you did say someone. I guess that's that's, that's relevant. <laughs> what Mark's son? Have Mark's son do that? <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's the scumbag story of the night, man. The dude stole cards, and I didn't really think that guy was a scumbag. Really, I just I was shocked, man. Everyone was shocked. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. It is. It is. <laughs> what? what? I was like, what? <laughs> uh, oh, I, want, I, I want some toast, Jay. <laughs> some, you want some what? Toast. <laughs> toast, yeah. <laughs> Who cares if, if mom forgot the milk? Like, yeah, I'm going toast. <laughs> Stupid mom. You forgot the milk, mom. It's all right. We're waking up for school. Yeah! <laughs> I can actually imagine Evan Irwin be that excited, though. Exactly. Like, it's a real, it's real. It's a thing. He he would be like that. Oh, man. Good old Evan Irwin. I I used to watch Maddie's show every day. Every day, every day that came out, though. 
Ditto. I thought that was awesome. Yep. I just hope he stops fucking putting ads in them like he does. That's so obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, we're at your website, bro. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to give us any more ads. We're here. So it's it's interesting because if you take a look at the history of the magic show, like Evan Irwin is a walking commercial. Love, gotta love the man. Like he's really no, good I'm at, not, at I'm promotion, not, I'm right? I'm not like, trying to insult but, him or anything. But no, no, no. But like it's very clear that everything, every third word out of his mouth is an advertisement for Star City Games. And the man lives and breathes and dies by his brand, and it's very admirable. It's also really repetitive. Yeah, um, Starsky gave this guy a shot. You know what I mean? He was just a dirtle. Yeah, he was the first. He was the first person to actually get like hired by a website to do stuff. Yeah, they like, gave him money. They're like, dude, here's a job. They gave so, him money. Yeah, <laughs> they gave him flat money. They like yeah. gave him money. Yeah, they're like, here, come move here and and help us expand our our brand. Like it was awesome. But my about, point is like, so magic show runs right. Like, yeah. The Magic Show used to be awesome. Like, it was just, like, him getting all excited about cards and doing spoilers and talking about events and all that stuff, and that was cool, right? Like, it was, it was enjoyable to watch. It was your nice little weekly dose of Evan. Then he went away, and we missed him. And then he came back on fucking premium. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a premium member. I Like, that's fine with me, okay? I'm not stand for this shit. But, <laughs> like, the whole point to The Magic Show was that it was it was good unique content that was available for free for everybody for mass consumption. If you could, if you subscribe to his YouTube channel, you'd get it like the night before it went up. It was awesome. The issue is, so there was a lot of, uh, of outrage about it being on premium, you know? So he listened, which was awesome. And it's now a biweekly select side product. Mm -hmm. The problem that I have with this is the same problem that I have with a lot of the people that are out there with their streams that are monetizing them. And every time I go and come back to the page, I have to sit through a fucking 30 second ad and I just want to claw my eyes out. Even fucking channel fireball now with their regular videos, you know, like if you want to watch LSV with his eight man and standard, every single time you put up the video, you're watching that stupid minute long ad. Like it's just so obnoxious. If I want to digest content, like, why are you making me sit through this? This is not a fucking television. Like, what are you doing? So I get that people need to make their money. They need to get paid to do what they do. I get it. As a consumer, I'm frustrated. I I don't like... Are you buying cards from them? Like, come on. Yeah. I don't like that partway through... So the Magic Show opens up with an ad. It always has. You know, we all know how it goes. You know, this episode of The Magic Show has been brought to you by StarCityGames.com. We've got this and packs and blah, 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 and singles and this, and don't forget the Star City Games Open Series at St. Louis on November 3rd and 4th, and we'll see you there. Every time it opens up, right? And then you go through the first half of it, and then he does it again. It's the same ad in the middle of the fucking Magic Show. I don't need to see the ad the second time. (laughs) I saw it the first time. And then I get to sit through the rest of the rest of the episode, which is awesome. It kills then, the groove, though. It kills the groove. It totally kills the groove. And then you know what happens at the end of it? Oh, he does the ad again. Oh. And don't forget, the Star City Games Super Invitational Qualifiers, a trilogy gaming club in Calgary, Alberta, on November 10th, and a Campus Cards and Games in Bowling Green, Kentucky, November 10th. Don't forget to be there and, you know, all of the prizes and packs and bring of stars. Me up for my kids. And bring them for my kids. <laughs> you know? Anyways, we've got $20,000 worth of prizes and a standard open series and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it's just like it's the same thing over and over. Like, why? Why? 
Just why? Like why? 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 It's totally unnecessary. Like you well, said, John, we're you, at your website. Yeah. In case you forgot, yeah. after like five minutes of watching Evan Irwin, it's hard to remember, you know, that Star City Games has all this good good stuff. And that the Magic Show is brought to you by StarCityGames.com. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though you see the banner at the top of the page, StarCityGames.com. Um, <laughs> it's possible that you, you forget. And when you have to navigate away from the magic show, you're there. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't want to bash them. Like I feel like Star City has been taking a beating tonight from us. Yeah, they really have been. They have been. The truth is, I love the magic show. I love watching the magic show. I love the content. I love what Evan does, and I watch it every time it's available. Mm-hmm. And I also love Star City games because, like, they... as much as much shit as I talk, right? <laughs> Which is. Which is a it's a, it's a little bit of shit. It's not a lot, right? All sites but, wish they were as successful as Star City Games. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, I wish I was as successful as Star City Games. But the point is, is not even that. Okay, the point is this: uh, when I get off the cast tonight, what am I going to go do? I'm going to go finish reading uh, read Duke's article on Blue Red Delver, right? You didn't want you didn't read it this morning. No, I read Jerry's. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I've already read the articles for tomorrow because you get them early if you subscribe if you to the Star City yeah. Games app. Yeah, if you get on the app, you get the articles early. I found that tech out, which is sweet. Yeah. But um, point is, point is, is the reason why so many people talk about Star City Games and like have negative feedback or positive feedback is because this is part of all of our lives, right? We all read StarCityGames.com. We all watch some of the videos. We all do all that kind of stuff. Which just shows you how much of an impact like this website has on our lives in general. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? so so I don't want. I'm not talking like I'm not talking. I'm talking it's back because Star City Games, right? Like the the big imperial empire. But the point is, is that we're all part of it. So you know, whatever, dude. We like it. We read the articles. We're here. Yep. Less ads. More content. Or yeah. even just different ads. You can put three ads in one fucking show. Make them three different fucking ads. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I like variety. I'd still prefer it to be one less. That yeah. ad in the middle is completely extraneous, and he should be hung for it. It's just terrible. Maybe so much so... be like Pete Hoefling coming on and being like, this is a message from the president. Yeah. I, uh... Like, I went so far as to actually tweet at him. I'm like, I'm really glad it's back. I'm really glad to see it's on select. But please, for the love of God, no more ads in the middle. <laughs> just please. You know what though? Like you tweeted at him, but like, imagine how many negative tweets Evan Irwin gets. I would hope. Like I've met Evan. Like we've met a couple times. Like I would hope you especially. Like I would hope maybe he just like notices some of the people that he knows. Maybe. Yeah, but it's hard, man. Because sometimes, like sometimes, like especially eighteen comments, you guys have. The listeners, you guys have chilled out a bit. Thank you for going a little easy on me. But sometimes 18 comments, man, they're just bashing the crap out of me. And sure, I notice people who I know, but like after like 20 comments of like, Les Medina, that guy's a dirtbag, you know, it's just like, damn, man, cut me deep. Cut me deep. <laughs> and yeah, you just, you just refuse to like actually take that feedback and change it all. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it cuts oh. me so deep. It cuts me so deep, I'm just going to. I'm just going to tell you, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Yeah, you change. <laughs> you change. <laughs> you change what you like so that you like what I am. Okay? That's right. Wow. 
Oh, man. I'm not changing for you guys. No way, man. No way, no how. Hey, because at the end of the day, when it's all dark and there's no one left, it's just me. And it's not you. It's just me, and I have to live with myself. Boom. Roasted. Boom. Suck on that. Even KYT's pissed off. Tell him. Tell him, KYT. Tell him. Uh, <laughs> tell him, KYT. Say it. ready. We should get in shout soon. So I can... Oh, look at He's passing the buck. Dude, don't TSG this, bro. All right? Just say what you mean to say. About the comments? Yeah. I, mean, I, I just don't like comments from... Well, we sort of mentioned this in, in our ranting <laughs> segments of the of our fans. Just people that tell us um, that constantly have to tweet how they didn't like an episode um, on my Twitter, and like you've already told me the first time. You're ignoring Twitter anyway. Why? <laughs> I just got like, back to see team Twitter on, and it's just like a yeah. bunch of this entire conversations between a bunch of people that. Just talk about how disappointed they are about the interview, how they could have done it better. It's like, come on. Well, yeah, like you're just, they're just talking shit and like they're just gonna <laughs> talk shit. Like you don't need to continuously talk shit. And if you feel like you need to continuously talk shit, then just fucking don't listen to the show anymore. Or <laughs> do this, do this, check it out. Instead of tweeting or leaving comments, right? Just get one of those little composition books, right? And just write <laughs> all that crap in there, man. Just write it in there. And when it's full, mail it to us. Just but please omit yeah. the human head with it. And then, and then, no, just mail it to us, and I'll go ahead and take a piss on it. And, <laughs> you know, and that'll be fine, man. You know, you, then we both feel better. We both feel better. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. We love you, all the awesome A-Team fans, though. Yes. For sure. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Salt. <laughs> and toast. And toast. 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 Motherfucking toast. Aren't you jacked about toast? I'm pretty jacked about toast. Oh man, your wife wants you to tuck her in, bro. Who does? My wife. Yours. Your yeah. wife, dude. She's twittering you right now. She's like, "Come tuck me in, baby." <laughs> I already replied to her too. That's hilarious. Uh-huh. She's like, still got all these boobs. Still got all these boobs. Let's get down to shoutouts. He's got a lot of boobs. So, yeah, we should get to shoutouts, maybe. Go ahead, Jay. (laughs) Shout out to Big Tits. I love Big Tits. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) And toast. And motherfucking toast. Tomorrow tomorrow morning we have toast. (laughs) I am. I I went out and I bought some raisin toast. And I got, like, butter that shit up. Some raisins on that. Butter it up. Butter. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm Dude. picking up what you're laying down. Laying pipes. <laughs> Pass it along. Pass it along. Go ahead, KYT. Oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> so, um,. Huge shout-outs to uh, Sal. It was his birthday this week, and he's really excited about his first-ever PTQ that he's going to have the pleasure of hosting this Saturday. And, um, I mean, he was trying really hard to think of many ways to make it extra special. He he went for quite an expensive venue, from what I heard, at the Sheraton Hotel. Um, And uh, I hope it... He was, like, asking me if 
he should fly someone down, like, a few months ago, if he should fly someone down like a pro to gunsling. So he was, you know, he was thinking big with it. But uh, we are going to have Alex gunsling at it, so we're going to have a Pro Tour champion there. That's really sick. So... Wait, why didn't you why didn't you fly me over, bro? I would have gunsling. <laughs> hey Sal. Sal, Sal, J- what's up, bro? I couldn't get Jerry, but I could get Jonathan Medina. Who needs that. Jerry, man? I got more Twitter followers than that guy. Come on, dude, bring it on. <laughs> um shouts to everyone who uh liked the that we were back la- last episode. Um anti shoutouts to people who maybe it's our fault, maybe we have to go like <laughs> Don't Apple, no, no, like Apple and be less options because I've I've told I have to answer this question so many times and it's it's finally starting to bug me. It's people who are subscribed to our MTG cast feed. I mean I have no control over that site, so stop asking me why it's not on, on their feed. Like we email them the episode, they put it on when they want to. If you want the quickest A-Team episode, subscribe to the Mana Deprived podcast feed. That's it. It's on iTunes. It's on Just iTunes. look for it. And uh, people were constantly like confused about the Hangouts and the podcast, even though like I think we mentioned a few times that there were podcast versions of it. And you know, there's constant, like, other listeners are like, you know, there are episodes, you know. So, but I guess now, like, the confusion's gone. There's 101, 102, and Hopefully, <laughs> now that we made it easier and we just put it in the audio file only, because I guess when we give options, you guys just can't figure that out. You're just like, what? I can't. I don't know what to click on. Oh, man, what? Man, I have to chew gum and walk? What? It's a con, dude. Read, read the site, man. Listen. <laughs> Use your brain. Magic players. Man. <laughs> critical thinking. This whole game is about critical thinking. Think critically. How did how do we do this? Maybe we put an audio file and a video file. Don't just ask us like a lazy whatever. Sit on your ass. Come on, man. Wake up. That's uh, that's my shouts. Go ahead, John. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Starcy Games. Uh, I know I talked a mess of crap, but um, it's just how I feel. You know, I think you guys are great. I think you guys are moving in the right direction. Keep it up. I'm going to keep promoting you guys and giving you a big thumbs up. Uh, so shout out to those guys. Um, shout out to shout out to our listeners. I know it's been a long time, man. We're, we're making it through together. Thanks for not bashing me on the last couple episodes. That was makes me feel good. You can start again now if you want. You gave me enough of a break. Um, shout out to... Hmm. Who else should I shout out to? Uh, shout out to Rooftop Storm because that card is sick, and that's it. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, it looks like shout outs this week are fairly simple. I've got to shout out everyone that loved that we were back. Um. Shout out to all of the people that are supporting my legit MTG stream. Having a lot of fun. We've got, uh, oh, there you go. That's my next shout out. Um, we've got, uh, 
a lot of interesting stuff coming up. Like I said, I've got multiple GPTs, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, I'll be streaming on Saturday, hopefully by the time this posts, you guys will have caught it. I have Smitty on the show this week, so if you want to come and uh, watch us push his shit in and uh, at least laugh at him for a bit, love you, buddy, um, then uh, come on out and check that out. So that's going to be sweet. Dude, you got to beat Smitty, man. You well, got to beat him. So uh, Smitty's going to play his Dredgevine deck, and I'm, I have four Leyline of the Void in my sideboard, so he's basically just fucked. Dude, don't don't do that, man. You gotta be prepared, man, because just four ley lines is not gonna get you there, man. I understand that, but I'm still playing Jund. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but oh, are you running God. four death right shamans? All of this, yeah, yeah, I am. Okay, all right. Are you running? Uh, are you running uh, Rakdos Charm? <laughs> Why would I run? Ra- no, no, I'm not running Rakdos Charm. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's only one. There's no, one guy, dude, make a whole sideboard for No, him. I'm not going to do. That's cheating. That's cheating. Anyways, um, so yeah, so that's good. And then shout out to shout out to Nina. It was awesome to hang out with her. It was pretty sweet, and uh, we're having a lot of fun tuning up a deck. And it looks like it's going to be pretty sweet. So once this GP is done, I'll have a standard deck to bang with, which is pretty awesome. So that makes me happy. Uh. Shout out to uh, Rickard's Cardigan, because that beer's awesome. Uh, I finally found it in my one of my semi-local beer stores, and I have been uh, steadily drinking all week, and I'm much happier for it. Um, <laughs> shout out to Shaolin Monk, uh, my Assassin's Creed 3 buddy. Sorry I'm behind, but I'll catch you this weekend. That guy's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's fucking wicked. Uh, and then he's I guess my... Good. And then I guess my last one is um, shout out, preemptive shout out, and like promised shout outs to anyone that wants to scoop me into the three buys at any of the GPTs that I attend. On that note, um, special shout out as well to Steve Tomic from Deck Dirt Games. Uh, I got a Facebook message from him today. He was listening to the Jeweled Bird episode of the A Team, and he's like, hey, he sent me a message on Facebook, and he's like, get at me right now. I'm like, oh, fuck, all right, what? And he said, look, and I was listening to the episode, I understand that, you know, you indicated you needed some cards for Standard to actually, like, get through these through this GPT. He says, let me know what you need, I got anything you need. And I thought that was really awesome. So, anyway, so big shout out to him, and uh turns out I don't need them because I found modern GPTs, but anyways, that's awesome. So I was very, very happy, and they deserve a, an extra shout out. So you can follow Decked Out Games on Facebook. You guys go check that out. Yeah, so that's it. And Wife Plug. Wife plug. Wife plug. All right. So I guess we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Jay, still there? I think he's tucking the wife in. Jay's totally tucking. He's tucking the tits in. All right. Have a good night, everybody, and we'll see you later. And we'll see you there. We'll see you there.